Welcome to My Autism Tribe, an organization of advocates that are educating, supporting, and empowering those in our communities. We are one voice made stronger. I'm your host, Susan Mills. Hey everyone, it's Susan Mills. Uh, it's been several months. I think the last of July was the last time I did a podcast, and I'm feeling really, really bad about that. As you know, um, there are a lot of things that have been going on in this crazy world um, since March, and a lot of us have been struggling to make sense of it all. And there have been so many factors um, that have arisen because of it, a lot of school issues, um, you know, throw autism into the mix, and here we are. So my apologies for not doing a podcast uh, since the end of July. I've been focusing on trying to keep my family afloat. But one thing that I'm sure you guys have also noticed is that I've had a name change. So I'm no longer Susan Scott. I'm Susan Mills. There have been so many wonderful things that have happened in 2020, and I'm so grateful for that, and I thought it would only be fitting that the first podcast that I did under this new name be with the man that's responsible for that. <laughs> well, well, well said. I wondered how you were going to switch that into. Wait you like that introduction? You said, I did. You, you, you said you had a name change, and I'm sitting here waiting. Is she going to say why she had a name change? Is she going to let everyone <laughs> know good. that? I think a lot of people know. I mean, But I, I love that I'm responsible for the name responsible change. For it. I just think it would have been better if you had said, I, just, I picked a name at random and just thought, you know what, I'll go with Mills from Susan now on. Susan Mills got a nice ring It does. It. Well, I think it does. It so. really does. Well, everyone, so my husband, Cameron, um, who I know that you guys will all absolutely fall in love with, um, is, is my husband. We got married on August 8th. Oh. And. it was the 9th. Oh. Sorry. See, it already starts. I know. He's like, I'm going to try to keep. I can't help myself. (laughs) But, um, I wanted to introduce him because number one, he's my husband. And as I said, he's responsible for my name change. But secondly, he offers just a great and different perspective, I think, that a lot of us um, have been willing to learn about because not only does he not have any children that he brings to the marriage, <laughs> not saying that no. he's never been around children or anything like not that. Not like this. But not, I've not been around children to this level. I've not been around yeah. children like this. Well, and so uh, with that, um, has come a lot of adjustment, but mm-hmm. the adjustment's been great. It's been a learning process for everyone. So uh, during this podcast, we're going to be sharing a little bit about what our journey's been like, both before we got married and uh, during dating, <laughs> and then also what it's been like um, since we've all been cohabitating under the same I think roof. that might be the key. That might be what we need to focus on. <laughs> what, what it's been like since we've been cohabitating. Yeah. So 10 hours later, right. here we are. So... Um, Cameron, I I want you to kind of give everyone. Now, Cameron's a talker. Okay, Sorry. so I'm just going to preface it. Okay, by <laughs> it is going to be a ten hour podcast. You're going to go back has, and edit me out. Well, Cameron has a background in radio. He has his own radio show, the Cameron Mills Radio Show. Um, a lot of that is sports related because he did play basketball at the University of Kentucky, um, and he is very widely known um, in the state of Kentucky, especially for making a major shot um, in a Duke basketball game back in 98. So I just want you to share a little bit about your background, let everybody okay. know what's going on. And Well, I, I think it's fair to start off by saying the reason we're married and that you fell in love with me is because of the Kentucky basketball stuff. Actually, I think, I think that that's, was let's, a deterrent. I feel like that, that needs to be said straight away, and we need to <laughs> honestly, you know, maybe – I mean, you know, you've been a huge basketball fan your entire life, Kentucky basketball fan, and you're like, I'm going to marry one of the players. You did look good in a jersey. I, I did. <laughs> I, I did. You laugh all you want, but I know I did because I compare what I look to, look, what I look like now in a jersey, and I'm like, man, I looked a lot better back 20, 22, 23 you're still years good ago. Um, so, um, so I don't know how much detail to give you, but um, or not give you, give your listeners, because hopefully you know all the details. Well, at this sure point. about the radio show and the ministry um, and okay. All of well, that. so uh, so I was born in 1975. Fort right. Walton Beach, Florida. I don't think we need to go okay. back. Um, I, I've been raised in Kentucky. I uh, had a dream to play basketball at the University of Kentucky uh, like every Kentucky boy does. Um, dad, My dad played there back in the 60s, and so I wanted to follow in his footsteps. Um, 
so and those are the, so the two big things that happened in my life were um, I came uh, I became a Christian became uh, I gave my life to the Lord when I was seven years old and devoted my life to Christian ministry when I was twelve years old and then um, UK basketball happened I was a decent high school player and wanted to go to UK grew, I grew up in Kentucky lived in Lexington uh, UK didn't come calling long story short. <laughs> That's the other. That's, that's the other Henry. member. Remember the family. That's Henry, um, the golden I, retriever. Let's leave that in because that's natural. That's right. Oh, that's what happens. No. Henry, no. <laughs> there we go. It's taken care of. Well, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so um, so I did wind up playing basketball at Kentucky um, through. Um, I walked on, and so that's one of the biggest things in my life. Um, and then because of my time at UK basketball. It kind of launched this because I always felt called to do Christian ministry. I felt called to kids and to do youth ministry because other than Christ and my parents, the three biggest influences in my life have been three different youth pastors. And so I wanted to have the same effect on other kids that those three men had on me. And so that's when I went into ministry, but I got launched into ministry because of UK basketball. So um, also I, I went through a marriage. So this is my second uh, with you. Um, I, uh, I went through one that really, I'm just, you've been married. I thought, before? I thought we talked oh, this about is this. I, thought, I <laughs> no, swear, I swear. I thought I told you that. Um, so, uh, but that, that's been the amazing thing is, and, and not, not to go straight from introductions into what I think you and I wanted to talk about today, but, um, first marriage was not easy um at all um and for for a variety of reasons um number one I think we were both too young I don't think either of us knew what we were doing um I think we were both too young <laughs> I think we were both too young and I think we were both too young sure um and uh there was some um other issues that that came up um but long story short that marriage lasted um about three years even less than that really before she left me um and then it took me 17 years before um I was even well, and you and I have talked about this. I was never, I was 50-50 on whether or not I was ever going to get married again, 50-50 on whether or not if I was going to get married, if I'd ever have children. Because at this age, I'm 45. Um, I was, I guess I was 45 when we got married. No, I was 44 when we got married, right? Yeah. I just turned 45, didn't That's I? That's right. So I was 40, 44 when we got married in August. I didn't, I, I just, I, I didn't know what I wanted. And I was okay with not being married and I guess living a bachelor the rest of my life. I was okay if the right person came along. Um, the funny thing is, is that, and you and I've talked about this before, COVID, as horrible as COVID's been for everybody this year, I look at it as one of the biggest blessings in my life because COVID is what, you and I were already dating, mm -hmm. but it, COVID shut down my travel schedule. I'm, I'm also, I work for a home healthcare company as uh, the chief culture officer. And so I was traveling all the time and you and I get to see each other, what, once a week on the yeah. weekend. Yeah. And so, and we were close, but then COVID happened and we got really close, a lot close really fast. I think we were dating and then, um, and we were serious, but then all of a sudden COVID happened. And it was like, it got real serious, a lot more serious really quick because yeah. we were getting to spend every day together, at least every other day. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when I, I think I started thinking, and I, you know, we could go back. It's not this podcast, not about our marriage necessarily, but um, I think we both started thinking in terms of, oh, maybe this is something more than maybe this is it. Maybe this is it, yeah. And and which was a surprise to me because I didn't think there would be an it. Um, I wasn't yeah. waiting for an it, and I'd, I'd been told all my life it'll happen when you least expect it. And um, sometimes it's not that I was, you know, least expecting. It's that I just wasn't looking for anything, and then. You came along, and so I fell in love with you, but then, you, as you said in that one conversation we had, and I knew this conversation was coming because I knew about Alex. I knew... This was very early on. I think that's a lot of... I hear a lot of people say, well, at what point in time right. when you're dating do you let people know you have kids? I well, mean, but really. I, I knew that. You and I started a friendship. Yeah. Um, you, now, there is another part of the story. You and I were forced together as a couple by two <laughs> friends, um, and I think part <laughs> of that is why at the very beginning August, in October of last year... We weren't, or two years ago, two Octobers yeah. ago, we weren't, um, we were kind of being pushed together by two mutual friends. But I knew, I, I knew, number one, that you had a child on the spectrum. Yep. And I knew that because you had devoted, you and I had had conversations about my autism tribe. And yep. I remember sitting across the table from you uh, at dinner with our two friends who were desperately trying to push us together yep. and giving you um, what I thought was sound advice as someone who has a nonprofit. Um, and has had a nonprofit for 20 years, and that was, do not quit your job and devote it fully to this nonprofit you've just started. Are you a fool that you're out of your mind? Because yeah. 
it's a nonprofit. It's not. It, you're not in a, it to make money. No, you're not. You're not but yeah. you, but you also, you still have to make a living. Yeah. And so, and I've been blessed with the opportunity to have a nonprofit in my ministry, and also a job that pays my bills. And I think that was where I was coming from with you. Is I was looking, and we were we were just friends. And so I guess I felt like I could be very honest with you because at the time I didn't love you. I wanted right. to be honest with you, but I didn't care if you got mad at me and walked away. Yeah, but I also <laughs> think too, we have been even since we started dating, we've been pretty honest with each other. Yeah. I mean, we have been almost to a, probably a fault sometimes. I feel like that as right now. I feel like there's maybe been too too much honesty, but on it. Honestly, I think in the long run, it was um, we did what we needed to do and said what we needed to say when we needed to say it. Um, yeah. But, but then you had that conversation with me, and I knew I hadn't met Alex yet because you were being very careful about, and I think rightfully so, when you introduced him. Yeah. Um, or when you when you introduced when you introduced us. Um, that didn't happen for because I don't we, remember. It was we kind of had our our first date in October, kind a of. couple of years ago. You asked me out. I asked, well, well, you asked me out to coffee, and then I said, well, let's, how about dinner, babe? <laughs> That's exactly how I said it. <laughs> yeah. But, so that was actually a four or five hour date. Well, I think that's what, that, that's what maybe confirmed I think to we us walked that away our friends from that thinking, like, wow, maybe. I kind of want to talk to him some, you know, well, some I mean, more. I, I can't blame you for right. that. Um, I know. But, uh, no, I, we walked away from that thinking, okay, maybe our friends are right. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe, yeah. possibly. They're still maybe out of their, out of their minds, too. Um, but, uh, maybe, maybe there, uh, maybe there's something here that's worth exploring. So, and it but, was, it was, it was interesting though, because I feel like since we were friends before and since you already knew mm-hmm. that I had number one, a son, a son, and then a son with special needs, right? it wasn't something, nor would I have either like anyway, kept Alex from that because Alex is very much a strong, you know, He's he's part of who I am, and I think that's exactly what you said when you, when we had the talk. Yeah, I said we are a package deal, right? And that was the thing is I rem- and I remember that conversation. We're sitting at your apartment on the couch, mm-hmm. and um, the the I don't remember if it was it. I wasn't over there just to have this conversation. We were no. you know we were spending time together, and at one point you know it happens when you're talking, you're laughing, maybe you're watching a TV show or a movie or something, and you're cuddling, and and all of a sudden one of you decides, all right, I've got to turn this serious. We got to we. <laughs> there's well, never let's, let's take the, like what's let's, the transition uh, there's, something there's like n- that. No, there isn't a good one, right? It's, no, it's it's you know I, maybe I walk in and say. Oh, you know, I'm just I'm just so lonely in my life. I wish I had a family. You think? Well, funny you should mention that, Kim. Right. Because, by the way, by the way, I I have I I might might be able to provide a, a family in some sense. So, um, but I remember you having that conversation with me, and I, I was terrified because, okay, I've got special needs in my background from the sense that my parents adopted two special needs kids. They were. F- three and four or four and five, I forget, but they, it wasn't autism. It was, they had basically been abused, um, uh, through neglect. And we found out later and possibly some sexual abuse. So there was some special needs behaviorally there. Um, but I didn't know what, I, I knew what autism was. So I thought mm-hmm. I didn't know what autism was regarding what I know about autism now. And it's funny because I still, even though I have very, I don't know if I just call them strong opinions about certain things regarding what I've learned from you and learned from Alex and and uh, learned from um, uh, 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 some books that you've given me or one in particular book that that uh, actually I think I just found on your um, you did yeah. I was, it was one of my sleepless nights and I thought okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go prove some of my theories right or wrong with this book yeah and yeah. most of them were proved wrong um, by that book so um, but I had some very I do and I have some very definite opinions about what I feel but I think I'm also I think I'm smart enough, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I'm smart enough to understand that, okay, I, these are opinions, mm-hmm. and I give Susan and even more so Alex the right to show me how wrong I am with these things, And because you and I have had, yeah. I wouldn't say arguments, but we've had conversations where we've differed, because you know so much more about autism, um, what it is, what, what it does, what, what, you know, what the child or, or the person is thinking, and I come in with this attitude of, I think a lot of it is because I don't have kids. I've never been a father. Um, I've never cohabitated with uh, a a kid. And now I'm cohabitating, as you say, with a seven-year-old special needs kid who's brilliantly intelligent Mm -hmm. um, intellectually, um, not so much emotionally. um, And 
or maybe he is, and then this gets in the whole thing. Maybe he is brilliant emotionally. He just doesn't know how to communicate yeah. his emotions. I think, and he feels and, very deeply. I yeah, mean, he feels very all emotions. Yeah, yes, he does. He just doesn't know how to communicate. What it's those like it's, and it's are, like, and I think sometimes he doesn't know. He, I feel like, and you and I've had this conversation before, and this is one thing that a lot of things that I go back to is I feel like it's a lot of um, he doesn't understand that these emotions are all okay. Yeah. I right. think, you know, I, I think, you know, because you and I've had that conversation when he's crying mm-hmm. and you ask him, are, are you sad? He'll say, no, I'm not sad. Well, clearly sad. He's got tears coming down yeah. his cheeks. So it's not that he doesn't know that's sad. I think sometimes he doesn't know it's okay to be sad. Yeah. Which I wonder last night, just by chance watching Inside Out, that did, that that Pixar yeah. movie, how I wonder how much he got out of that. Because I don't I'm know. hoping he a bunch. He was really into he it. He was. It's, that's two nights in a row we've watched a Pixar movie. The first one was Soul. And Which then Inside great. Out, and uh, yeah, both of them phenomenal. phenomenal. And he asked some really good questions. And that's the other thing he, that, that surprised me, because again, remember, I'm coming yeah. into all this clueless, um, I think I know what autism is, I, it turns out I know nothing about what it was, um, and I'm learning everything on the fly, and so every day there are frustrations that I have, um, frustrations, irritations, um, moments where I feel like I cross a bridge or I, I of, of knowledge, like, oh... Susan's told me about why he does this. Now I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, th- the other day was a big one um, um, about when you were gone having lunch with your your friends. And I don't know oh. if you want to talk about that, but sure. that, was, that was a big one for me. That was a big one. So I, that, that kind of circled back around to that, what this whole transition has been about. Because obviously we are a blended family now, <laughs> um, if you want to call it that. Yeah, that's uh, fair. So, um, you know, we have... Uh, Henry, the golden retriever, who's, who's been... Now, who's now quiet. Who's now quiet. the dog's and, not walking by. Yeah, he's been great for Alex. So we yeah. knew that there were going to be, a, a, you know, pros, like, for, mm-hmm. for Alex, like, coming in. He's absolutely an animal lover. Henry's yeah. been great with him. He loves Henry. I think it was, like, the second week... Mm-hmm living in the house and we were for a walk and he was telling people this is Henry my this dog. This is my dog. Yeah. This is my I dog love which that. was so sweet. Yeah. Um but Cameron is also uh I'm talking to like like you're not here. It's okay. But it's always nice when you're referred to in the third person. <laughs> but I just want the audience to know because this was we're all navigating this differently and everyone's situation is different. And as I've talked about before, you know, Alex's dad is, um, you know, involved in Alex's life mm-hmm. and varying capacities. And so for a seven-year-old child or any child yeah. at all going through divorce and then remarriage, it's that that's really difficult. And how do you explain that? To someone who has communication difficulties. Do you feel like you have explained that? Because you you and I, remember before we were, like, we're, we're weeks away, months away. You, yeah. we, we planned, you know, our wedding was planned based on when school was supposedly yeah. going to start back because right. you wanted Alex in the house because uh, you and I did, didn't live together until acclimated. we were married. You want Alex in the house, acclimated, so let's go through that change. Yep. While we're going through the change of, you know, um, mommy's uh mommy's with a new guy now right um or mommy's remarried let's put it that way um and um and then you wanted okay now we've we've now we're settled now school so like you wanted because your concern was um the the transitions too many new things because alex was also going to be in a new school right too. right a new school he's going to be in same teacher school system but across town because you all were living where you were living and now and a new teacher and um but what's from my perspective what's been amazing is you had me all Rightfully so, probably, because again, this is just what I see, and there's a difference between what I see and what you see and have seen for seven years, what you know, what you and Alex have been through. Um, but what I, what I, you had told me, I was fully prepared for this to be a very hard for Alex transition, yeah, into a new house, yeah. Um, who is this? Who is this man now that's around that mommy has around all the time? Um, uh, who you know what? All and then school. And now school is a different thing because it didn't happen, right? I mean, right. we, we uh, and that's another thing. Um, I, I know you'll probably let your audience know, but Alex is now being homeschooled yeah. by you and I because school didn't, I mean, it was the virtual stuff and you just, I couldn't, working. I couldn't handle what they were asking him to go through this virtual seven hours a day. Right. We're all work, working from home and including Alex, but, 
they were asking Alex and all the kids in Fayette County Public Schools in Kentucky to deal with this virtual thing. And I mean, it, you know, there were one too many breakdowns. It was and, not good. But there were also that way. And I think that's my point is I was expecting breakdowns from the transition of moving from the transition of um, mommy's got an, a mommy's remarried to and I didn't see any of those. Now you he may was, have seen those, but it's like super. he was he was resilient. Yeah. And it's like it's either he doesn't and I, I go back to one thing, either he doesn't know really what's happened or he doesn't care. And I don't mean he doesn't care though he doesn't care. I mean, it's just okay. It is what it is. It's and like it's, things just kind of bounce off him. As emotional as he is about some things. Yeah. There are so many things. Hush Henry. There are so many other things that he just he rolls with the flow. Yeah. He One of did. the first things we did when when y'all moved in is we said, okay, we're going for a walk every day, right? Yeah. We're going to take Henry for a walk. That'll help Alex and Henry bond. It'll be good for us. It'll be good for Alex. Um, Dad just pulled up, by the way, so he's going to ring the doorbell and interrupt the podcast. Um, so um, anyway, let me text him real quick. But but one thing I remember is um, is him not Alex not wanting the first few walks. You remember we would get halfway up. Uh, maybe a hundred feet from the house, and Alex oh, yeah. would want to turn around and go back. No, I, yeah. where are we going? He'd either be bored. He didn't want to do. He didn't want to do it at all. Um, and um, but what was cool is watching that steadily stretch yeah. to the point where um, that's a word I introduced you to. Oh, I love stretch. that word. I love that word because you would stretch well. But what what I loved about it is. What I loved about it is that you stretched him and stretched me. Oh, yeah. You would have to stretch both of us. Yeah, we were um, like. But it, but it was so you were stretching me. And that's what you did the first day. So let's go back to the first day when you said yeah. you and I were in love. Um, I think we were, I don't know if we were talking marriage or not, but you stopped everything that one date we were having where we were just uh, watching um, watching a movie or something. And you were like, look, I, we need to talk about. Yeah. You know, if we're going to continue on, I don't, I don't come by myself. And I knew that, but I think it's something you had to say. Yeah. I do not come by I myself. I to make I, sure. It was at the, it was getting to the point the of no point. return. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I've, I have to be completely. You had fallen crazily in love with me. Madly. And so now is the time to tell me that you have a seven-year-old son. <laughs> yeah. Right? Now's the time. Well, okay. Because <laughs> it's going to be, if, if. You know, it had to be said. I just feel like it's kind of sure. like my mom, you know, when I leave her house, she has to say, wear your seatbelt. It's right. just one, it's of, one those of those things. things. It's, it's the thing, I'm going to tell you this, but you can't tell anybody. To your best friend who you know would never betray you, right? Right. But you have to say it. You have to and say it. And they say, I'm not telling you. I know, but I have to but say it. But you have so. to say it. Yeah. And, and so, and we had started, as with any relationship that's progressing and stuff, you start having to, there are certain conversations that you have to have. Right. Okay. So at the time, I'm now 44, I'm 43. So it's like. No, no, okay. you're now 45. No, you're 45. You and I are the same age now, I thought. Oh, no. I just turned 45. That's right. Okay, my uh, bad. Right. Folks, we're we, like we were the same age. We were the same age for like three months. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So you're still so a year younger than me. you're 10 months older That's right. okay, than my I bad. am. Okay, okay, so now that we've cleared all of that up, yeah. you know, there are certain conversations if as the relationship is progressing that you have to say. So it's like, okay, I knew that a conversation had to, um, had to be had with Cameron is I'm not sure if I can have children anymore. So, oh, you, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, so if you if are wanting to have children, <laughs> maybe you're not the one for me. I'm pretty, I may not be the one. Um, so may I, not, I may not be the, I don't know if I can even reproduce oh, I, anymore I, I, that, I mean, you know, so it had to be it's said. It's funny, these kind of conversations that you don't think about when you start dating someone and eventually having, you and you're because like, everything oh, is like, what am I going to wear on the date? What right. am I going to do this? And then at some point in time, you have to have like those conversations. Maybe not on the first date. Not on, no, but, Definitely but that we, but date. we did cover a lot of ground on the first date. We did. It was a because it wasn't a date. Hour. That's right. It wasn't a date. It was okay. Let's just go out and we'll see. And we're so I think gonna... both of us were were free to talk about a lot of stuff that because there wasn't the pressure of a date. But anyway, that's right. So with the transition and stuff, you know, there's been some some other difficulties as as far as it being a blended family and stuff, and we're working through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and having those social conversations with Alex mm-hmm. and. Um, there's been some different emotions with, with him. And I think also too, a lot of it, as many of the, the people in the autism community know, there's never, it's not a controlled environment. So you don't know what's affecting what, I mean, we've been going through this pandemic since March, 
right? And I think so, that's the thing that he's Yeah, and how is that really thing. affecting everyone? Yeah. I know it's affecting me. It's affecting uh-huh. you. It's affecting yeah. all of us right. in ways that we may not even fully comprehend right now. True. And anxiety, um, I'll be completely honest. I'm now seeing a therapist for anxiety. There's just so many things that... We've had a lot happen this year. We've had a lot happen. Yeah. And, and and Alex is displaying anxiety in different ways. Yeah, you know? even, even new, like in the last month. OCD, OCD stuff that I didn't know. I think you had mentioned to me that some OCD could... could bubble up in autism occasionally and and yeah but i hadn't seen any there hadn't there hadn't been any in alex and then in the last month or so just some it's you know it's just been some odd stuff not odd because it's ocd but odd because i hadn't seen alex do it and all of a sudden he's touching doorknobs a lot and when we had the stockings hung by the chimney every five or ten minutes he had to go up and he had to touch 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 and then and my problem is and i can't decide if this is a problem or if i feel proud about this but i ask a lot of questions well, that's I, I really do appreciate that because kind of going back to this book that you mentioned mm-hmm. before, when we first got married and we were all living under the same roof, I you know there are all these books that I've read before, right. and Cameron says I I don't read books. <laughs> I knew he could read. I can't read. He's I don't actually like, you're listen, actually very very intelligent. I've got podcasts that can teach me. I've got this is my argument I used to have with my mother. That's She'd say fair. you need to That's read. Fair. Why do I need to read, Mom? Because you need because you'll have a poor vocabulary. What's the difference in someone reading to me or me reading myself? Well, that's fair. I mean, it's so. But he found this book, and unbeknownst to me, like at two a.m. one morning, sleep. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't Sometimes sleep. I have these nights where I can't sleep, like two or three nights in a row. And one of them, I think you and I had been talking a lot about is stimming. Well, right, right when we first got married, and actually when you were living with Alex and seeing what it was like yeah. every single day, every almost every all single of these moment. Questions, every I mean, day. to the point where. It's like, I think at one point in time, maybe it was like a month later yeah. or whatever, and this was when you were like fully engrossed in this, you know, book and stuff. We were, I'm not even kidding, folks. We were having hour, two hour long conversations at night, at night where you were asking me all these questions. And there were some questions I honestly just did not even know how to answer. Which is what led me to the book because that's because the book yeah. I grabbed and I wish I could share, everyone's probably, if you're... If you deal with autism at all, I'm sure you've read this book. It seems like it would be one of the more popular ones, and I could probably go find it um, here in a second because I think I know where it is. But it, what I loved about the book is it was, for the most part, it was formatted a as question a question answer. and answer. So yeah. I could find, and, and at the time, it was the stemming, is I couldn't wrap my, mo- my mind. Well, that, that's not true. One of the things that, that I have found so interesting to me about learning and watching Alex is that he displays so many characteristics that I've displayed in my life to the point where you and I, and I don't know how much I was joking, but early in the relationship after I met Alex, I started sharing with you that I think I might be on the spectrum on some level because I have been diagnosed with um, ADHD. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, when I see him stimming. Sometimes those display the same. Right, right. right. But but what what I'm saying is when I see him stimming, there's a part of me that's like, okay, this is extreme. But I get it. I, I get the sense because what you've kind of explained it to me sometimes is, um, and what uh, apparently a lot of uh, people who st- with autism who stem have explained, it's like it's soothing. It's yeah. it's a release of anxiety. Well, for crying out loud, I used to do that in school during a test. I'd bounce my leg. Mm-hmm. And I was bigger. So I shook the entire floor and I'd have to have teachers saying, not even looking up from the desk saying, Cameron, stop. Because I'd bounce and I couldn't stop it. Um, I started, and you, you know, I do this when I get stressed. I will push down on the on my cuticles and my thumbs. These aren't. This is to me, it's stimming. Well, and I never saw it that way yeah. until I met Alex and learned, watched how he stemmed and how he, you know, just does things so consistently. Um, does things that to me don't make any sense. But then when I stop and think, okay, well, Cameron, relate that to your thumbs or your bouncing or the things you do when it comes to watching TV. And, and, how and also, you have like obsessive kind of mm-hmm. tendencies too. Yep. I have to watch. So, and you actually sent me that one text. I have to watch. I I enjoy. I don't like drama because because of my first marriage, because I'm in ministry, because for a lot of reasons, I just because I have anxiety issues too. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like drama. Drama brings anxiety. Drama brings uh, uncomfortableness. And yeah. and so you and I were having this conversation last, actually the last three nights that we, as we've been watching Downton Abbey. Yeah. Um, and I know we're behind, folks. We're, we're, behind. we're, we're, we're behind. I know years. we're just now getting into House of Cards, Downton Abbey, and I'm trying to get her into Game of Thrones. We're 10 <laughs> years behind on all those. I get it. But it, but those are all dramas, and two of which are dramas. I lo- well, three of them, because I love Downton now that we are starting season two. Anyway, but you know we're watching on these, and I'm sitting there thinking, I hate drama. I would much rather, if I'm watching, I want to be entertained. I'm going to watch a TV show that I've seen a thousand times because there is some there is something safe about knowing what's coming. And I I have shared, and this and I hadn't come across this article until we weren't even married. We no, were dating. I, I, I'll tell you where I was when you sent me this article. I oh, was, really? I was in New Orleans. It was oh. one of my last, right before COVID, it was one of my last trips that I made for my company before they stopped the travel. Um, because it, and it wasn't, a, well, you sent me a tweet. It was, Someone, it was, it was a, tweet. a tweet. Someone had basically explained perfectly That's right. it was. why some people with anxiety would yep. prefer to watch TV shows and movies and yep. books and comic books and play games Hundreds. that they had played a thousand yeah. times that to me where I know the next scene, I know the next, we have, we've watched Bob's Burgers to the yep. point where you're sick of it now and I hate that because I love it so much, but it's scenes that you don't want to, you don't want to see yeah. the same show and over Alex and over, and over again. And watch things over and last, over Last and night, over we are now in January, we're in coming up on the middle of January, he wanted to watch um, the Mickey, Mouse. Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol yeah. last night, which What's funny is there is some, even when Alex wants to watch that, right? There's a part of me that's like, I don't want to watch that. Oh, no, you're totally there. Sometimes I am. And it's so I'm funny excited. because, y'all, I, like, I can <laughs> sit back and I will, I will be looking at Cameron and then I'll look at Alex and I'll look at Cameron and I'll look at Alex <laughs> and I'm thinking... These are two. This is the same person. It's, well, it's uh, it's it's a spectrum for a reason, right? I mean, yes, the, but there are I'm so thinking many I'm on one side between. and he's on the other side. Like I may not ex- display so many of the um, in such ser- it may not affect my life as seriously as his effect right. is. And I'm not diagnosing myself with autism, but there's similarities. There are, yeah. and I will tell you, it's comforting to me to sit there and watch because I've always had questions about why I do certain things, why certain things bring me peace or, or rob me of my, my anxiety and then learning about autism it's comforting now oh well there's a reason I mean there it's yeah. you know because I've never heard it until you sent me that text that you sent or with that tweet about how why people tend to watch the same thing over and over again because they deal with anxiety and this is the only thing they control they know what's coming next mm-hmm. I've never had anyone I remember crying when you sent me that because I'd never been uh-huh. able to explain I told you this you that I, yeah. I I texted you right back I said I've got tears in my eyes after reading oh, that because yeah. I had never been able to so perfectly explain why. Because, look, it, it is like it was with you. It's a nuisance. It bothers people. It bothered my mom and dad, right, why I would watch the same things over and over again. I had no explanation for it other than I knew it brought me peace. But I didn't realize, oh, this isn't just you, you idiot. This yeah. is a lot of people. that It's the same yeah. thing. And that made me feel the sense of normalcy. Yeah. Because, you know, on some several, not, not, to, not to jump too, too um, obviously on – autism tribe but it makes you feel like you're part of a group yeah and you're part of a group of people that all experience on various levels the same issues and therefore there's comfort in knowing that i'm not abnormal um i'm 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 just like these people yeah and that brings a sense of i don't know hope that's okay yeah and that's okay and and also it's, it's because think about why when you sent me that text it made me cry because i felt like oh someone understands me yeah and that i think is the biggest thing that you and I have talked about with Alex is the stimming, um, the, the 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 food issues, which is you and I, you and I know. I mean, I that's probably the biggest one that I think. Oh, it's just in his head. It's so much in his head, right. oh, and you you yeah. assure me it's not, it's or you assure not. me it partially is, but a biggest bigger part of it's not. And that's you know, but just going through this whole process of learning what Alex is going through, being getting close, him and I bonding slowly, yeah, um, and and starting to understand because it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. the, the the cohabitating right the, and it was we've been we have done all of this very very gradually so yeah oh yeah we it, we started dating I mean Cameron didn't even 
It and I it told Cameron five months in five our months relationship in. before like, okay. before you introduced me to Alex. Yeah, and, and I remember coming over that night terrified. And that introduction was very surface. It was just kind of like, oh, hey, Cameron's a friend. Cameron's a friend. Yeah. Uh, you brought over dinosaurs, which was a huge plus. Well, which was, I grew up loving dinosaurs too. So yeah. it was sad to me to learn that Alex's knowledge of dinosaurs far surpassed mine when I was his <laughs> age or now as a 45-year-old. But then even after that, you it's not like you were, every, every mm-hmm. time we were hanging out, no. it was the three of us. No, that, it went from that first night, I mean, I don't think I saw Alex again for three weeks after the least. first night we met. Yeah. Um, or the first night Alex and I met. Um, and then even then it was, you know, you and I would plan date nights when Alex was with his father. Yeah. Um, or, you know, there were very few times early on, you know, we're talking March, April. As it got closer, I think, to the more summer and, more, and stuff, yeah. like we would go on walks. All yeah. Of us. Yeah. You would, you would invite you know, me over and say, Alex and I are going to go for go a hike. Hiking. Do you want to come join us? Yeah. Right. And I can tell you, I always. There was always a sense of trepidation every time you invited me to, to be around Alex because there was this part of me that, okay, is today the day that I'm going to realize that what Susan deals with every day, I'm un- incapable of dealing with. Yeah. And therefore, it's going to cost me a relationship to this amazing woman because she's already made it very clear. She doesn't come by herself. Yeah. And that always scared me. And, and it was always in the back of my mind. But every time I was around Alex, I was nervous because I just didn't and know. And I sense that. I know, and I'm afraid he did, um, but who, who knows? Um, yeah. uh, but there, w- there was a lot of fear, and I think one of the things that's made me feel, well, I, I'll say it this way. The entire, my, my, my scary, the scariest part, as far as Alex goes, was once he moved in. Because now, because at the time, remember, I was every other day at, and at the I most. I was actually scared, too, because sure. there, there were parts of it, not that, and Alex, we are so beyond blessed. He is such a good kid. Yeah. And he, Which, I mean, I don't I, know. And I, and I kept telling, of course, <laughs> of course you think he's a good kid. Telling everyone, no, no, a- no, seriously, my kid's great. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. My yeah. kid's so intelligent. He's perfect. But I was, I was, had some fear yeah. when all of us could be. Fear with him or fear with me or both? both had to be both. Because yeah. I, I've, and I even mentioned early on after we got married and we were all living together to Cameron one night, we call, we call it the pillow of debrief. We have this whole conversation. We have this every long night. body pillow that right. I get slammed in the head. Well, I sleep with a body pillow because I, ha- yeah. I, ha- I ha- it's, it's good for my hips. It's like a hundred pound pillow. It's not a hundred pounds. <laughs> but we, so we have this kind of like let's recap the day every night and it's one of our just favorite parts of the day but I was sharing with him how I was feeling like I was walking on eggshells because I was Mm. trying to make sure that Alex was okay and I was trying to make sure that Cameron was okay and and I think I remember that bothering me yeah. Because I didn't want you, because that all that's doing is making things more tense yeah because the bottom line is is that Alex and I um I'm I'm never going to be Alex's father um, I am going to be, if you want to call stepdad, his, uh, well, you had another great word for it, oh, his bonus, bonus dad. dad, bonus dad. Um, Alex and I, our relationship is going to grow, yeah. um, but it, it's just got to happen because I think, I think you were at the beginning, you were, you were wanting it to happen quickly because you were nervous about it. Yeah. You wanted to, you, I think you wanted to know that he and I were going to be buds. Yeah, because just that you had a fear like, oh, can I do this? I'm like, okay, we're married. <laughs> what if he can't? Honestly. Yeah, no, I, I know. And, and that, so that was my big fear too. And that's why, again, every time before we were married, I was around Alex, I would get nervous yeah. about what if Alex, what if, what if my frustration today, and I have a very, very, very long temper, meaning a very oh, it, I, long fuse. Uh, yeah, thank long you. Fuse. I have a long fuse. Um, I've told you, I told you the, the worst it ever got when I threw a phone against the couch, right? I, I told you that story. Um, but, um, it, it's, a, it's a very long fuse, but my worry was what if Alex and his idiosyncrasies, right? Mm-hmm. What if that shortens my fuse? What if, because I'm excited to be married to you. I'm excited that yeah. for the first time in my life I'm married and I'm, and I'm loving marriage, but what if Alex and his special needs robs me of that that was a fear I had yeah but what I remember happening and and I will I will completely give this to God um 
because I'll also give it to Alex because Alex is so intelligent because Alex he really is now I'm not his I'm not his dad I am not his mom I am an outsider looking in on some level yeah Alex really is a good kid he is, he, is he, he has his special needs um they truly from what I understand about some cases in autism they're truly not that severe yeah. he's he is very high functioning he has grown a lot he has yeah, yeah and that, and you, that's, that's what I keep I keep saying you know it's it's funny and I you, <laughs> I don't wish like three years ago or four years ago when we were I mean really just what I call the thick of autism yeah I'll make references a lot of times like with you saying if only you if could only have and seen. it's usually when I'm wanting to I'm wanting you to discipline Alex about something I think that's when it happens oh, the most when yeah. when that's when when well when when I see Alex because you've and that's why that's why I think I always defer to the questions yeah tell me why okay yesterday yeah. he was doing this and you corrected him today he was doing this and you didn't and yeah. it's not that I think it's inconsistency because I always defer to she has seen far more of his behavior and why he does things she's got her own reasons for why she allows it to go some days and why it doesn't sometimes it goes down with how much stress you think has been on him during that day or that weekend so yeah. you've always got your reasons um but there is always that part where I think okay um I, you know I, I'm wanting you I'm wanting you to Susan, jump jump in here. Jump in here and tell him to stop. <laughs> jump in here and tell him to stop. And I think the funny thing is was we talked last night is there are probably a lot of times when you're you're jumping in telling me to stop the things I'm doing too, which oddly enough are a lot of the same things that Alex does, but that, that's another conversation for another yeah. day. Yeah. But I, I think it's it's just more it has been far easier yeah. than I would ex- than I expected. Far easier. And I think some of it does come down to because I don't know that I'm very patient, but maybe I am. But I think a lot of it comes down to Alex is very, very smart. He is very, he is a people pleaser. He does, when you ask him to do something, what's funny, what I find funny about Alex is he does not have very good, he does not have much control over his tone of voice. He doesn't understand tone of voice at all. And so I have to remind myself less and less now, but at the beginning when Alex, when I would ask Alex to do something, Alex, let's go put your shoes on. Why? (laughs) <laughs> now the way i was raised susan because i said so right that's not gonna work with alex that's, that's, that's because that's he not, would be a sopping mess yes of tears right and floor. so and and but the great thing about him is and i've learned so much from you and the way the way you've handled this is it's not a because i said so with you it never is no it, it is now it always he truly that, does want to know why he just wants well, to why? know why and because his tone of voice suggests i don't want to Right. But he's just, he doesn't have control over his tone of voice. So it's just, why? Well, because Nana's coming to pick you up. Why? 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 Because you're going to go spend the night with her tonight. Why? So, Mommy and I can have a date night. <laughs> why? Well, we're not going to get into that right now. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe later on in life we'll get into that. But he just wants to know why we're doing things. But once he understands why, he's good. Yeah. It goes back to the walks. The first walk we went on. We walked up this, and I and I remember watching. I'll, I'll never forget the way you handled this because it was, but it almost was without you saying so. It was because I said so. You yeah. just didn't say because I said so. Yeah. We walked up the, and he started kind of whining uh-huh. again. His he doesn't understand his tone of voice, so he may not have meant whining. He may have just been, you know, guys. I'd really rather go home. That's probably how he should have said it. Yeah. But it comes out as whining. Fair enough. He says, "I want to go home." Or why are we doing this? And your response was. We're going to go for a walk around the block, okay, uh-huh. hundred yards later. I want to go home. Alex, we're going to go for a walk around the block, <laughs> right? Just, it was just constant. Just... And by the time we got to, you know, we had a quarter mile left, probably less than that, Alex had stopped asking. He was true. He, was, he yeah. was trudging along with both of us. And now we're to the point where, what was it, two or three weeks ago, we went on like a three-mile oh. hike in the neighborhood just because and never once asked a question. not a single not time did he ask to be carried did he any he, he's never asked to be carried not a single time did he ask why not to say he was like he, this was an adventure for him yeah and if if folks and I, I know a lot of you all have probably seen this in in your own um with your own child or your own uh, um uh, however autism affects you but if you had seen the growth and yeah. i think that's the other thing that gets me excited is 
COVID has caused a lot of um, regression. Yeah. And you've seen more of that than I have because I came along in the midst of COVID practically. Right. So I just know Alex is one way. You know who he was when he was going to school and was in regular class and was socializing every day. And all I know is the Alex who doesn't get to socialize with anybody because of COVID. Yeah. All I know is recently, you know, the Alex that's had the OCD stuff or the Alex that, you know, will will used to eat macaroni and cheese, but now hates macaroni and cheese, which yeah. is baffling to me, you know, and that's yeah. where we get into the to, to the sensory processing stuff where I'm like, ah, it's just all in his head. It's all in his head. And, and you know, where I want to stretch him like, it, and you, and you got on me a few times early on this, right? You said, stop treating him like he's a test subject <laughs> that's because right. that's what I would do. I would like, let's, 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 Susan, let's stretch him. Let's see what we can, let's, and I would, I would be treating him sometimes like a test subject because I was yeah. fascinated by his behavior. I think part of it because I saw some of my own behavior in it, but I think part of it too because I'm like, let's see if we can get him. Let's and I hate the way I'm going to phrase this. So, but let's see if we can make him a little better today. You know, yeah. And I hate I hate phrasing it that way. And I felt like that. I we had a long conversation about it, and I know we need to be wrapping this up. And but it's there was we have date night that we do have date. Yeah, we have date night. (laughs) You guys were really excited about. (laughs) Well, the last three, the last two date nights. Yes, we had a flat tire. Yeah, we had a flat tire. And then a bomb scare. Yeah, we had a bomb scare downtown here Lexington on New Year's Eve. Yeah, so. because of what happened in Nashville on Christmas Day. Oh, so anyway. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so. Hopefully tonight's Fingers smooth. crossed. <laughs> we're going to have a great night yeah. tonight. But, um, yeah, we had a conversation about, you know, it was like every single day. Okay, now. <laughs> so what's the game plan? What, what's the game plan? It was like and, you mm. we, you were preparing for a game. It's well, like, what, what are the plays? What are the plays today? We're going to go through, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this, and I think he's going to adjust it this way, but maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. Maybe look, he might react this I way. I have a degree in psychology. This is true. I have always been one of these people that sits back and, and – and, um, they, they just watches people. I'm a people watcher and I, I love getting into the why people behave the way they behave. And autism is a great big curveball for me. And it is fascinating, but I, I, I'm always quick to remind you that even just right when you think that you have it figured uh, out, yeah. they will throw, and I, I use they right. as in children. Sure. Um, they will throw you a curveball. I remember there was, I can't even remember how old Alex was, maybe three. But I went to a restaurant, and there was they had steamed like cauliflower. Yeah, and sounds horrible. For for whatever reason, I decided that I was going to try. Alex was going to have cauliflower, yeah. and he ate it. <laughs> this See, was back when this he, is what this is the very. Thing, I this know is what I goes, should not. Me nuts. I know I should not even be sharing this with you because I just opened up a can of worms. But I don't like cauliflower myself, ate, so I, he ate a little. He ate this cauliflower, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, this was back when he was eating maybe two, three f- different foods. Only one of them being Pediasure, yeah, which is which not technically that, part say, of the food group. Count, it's right. just sugar. Yeah. So I go to the grocery store and I buy, buy a bunch of cauliflower, tons <laughs> of cauliflower. He never uh, ate uh, cauliflower again. See, and that's where I go, again, my ignorance, and I want everyone to hear me say, I, I completely acknowledge that I have so much ignorance about this, but my head goes to, it's just in his head. Yeah. The, 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 sensory, the sensory stuff is just in his head. What he will and won't eat is just in his head. But, and that's the that's other part, you know, the stimming. You know, because what you've taught me a lot about stimming is that they need to do it and it's wrong to stop them from doing it. But then on the other hand, I hear other people say, but, but sometimes it's bad for them if they stim, right? Because it can be bad for them socially. If he's going to be in a regular class at school, which Alex was in, he can't stim the way he stims at home. His stimming has gotten worse since COVID. Um, But look, the whole thing is just, so I I guess a couple of things I I, want to state and make sure I say. Number one, the whole thing has been easier than I expected. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with Alex. A lot of that has to do with you. A lot of that has to do with just God giving me patience. I mean, I think understanding of, because remember, Alex was not, Alex is not only um, the first autistic child I've cohabitated with. He's the first child I've ever cohabitated yeah. with. This is the first seven-year-old that I've ever been, that I've ever allowed in my house permanently. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's, so um, it, it's it's one of those things where it it has been thankfully easier, which I think has let you and I have a very good start to our marriage Yeah, because you and I didn't fight for a year. I mean, literally had no arguments for a year, have had one or two since marriage. Um, But, you know, I I think a lot of that comes down to just 
That's just life. It just happens. Yeah. But I want to say this because you had told me about someone that I think listened to this or when they found out you and I got married, it was someone else who, who's, it's a single mother with an, with an autistic child. Yeah. And I, I will never forget you telling me this because my heart broke for her because she was, I think she was worried that she'd never be able to find another husband. That's right. Because she came as a package deal too. Yeah. And I'm not saying. and, And our story gave her a sense of hope. And that's that. And I want to make sure that's what people understand is I'm not saying I'm some super i am a super guy or you wouldn't have married me let's let's, absolutely awesome but there are men out there there are women out there if if you if you have an autistic child or a special needs child in general there are some of us out there that are looking i don't want to say i'm looking for a family i wasn't looking for a family i wasn't looking for anything but you um and, and you and alex came along and i thought okay this is a blended family alex has a father who is involved in his life um, he, you have, uh, you have custody, but Alex's father wants to be more involved. So that's good. Yeah. So, and so I've always said, okay, so I'm here to be, I'm here to support you more than anything. I'm here to support Alex secondarily. And then I'm also here because I've got, I've got my own little family. I've got a stepson. I've got an amazing wife. There are other people out there that are looking and, and, and wanting the same thing. And they are willing I believe there there are other men and other women out there that are willing to take on the task or the um, the challenge of helping raise a special needs uh, child um, because of in this case how much that person thinks of the mother. Yeah. So, and I, I'm not saying this as as eloquently as I wanted to say it, but I fell in love with you. Therefore, whatever quote unquote you came with, let's go. Yeah. Is how I felt. And to that woman, anyone else out there who's feeling that pressure of, I'll never find someone because it's so hard to raise a special needs child, I promise you there are people out there that are willing to. Yeah. Thanks for saying that, too, because, you know, I thought that, you know, at one time, if I wasn't going to find someone who was absolutely 100% acceptable or accepting of me and Alex. And be acceptable, too. And be acceptable. Yeah. Themselves. But... I would never remarry. Yeah. I, I yeah. had made myself well, that promise and, mm-hmm. and Alex that For promise. the sake of Alex, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because it's not fair to him. And right. isn't that what we all want for ourselves and for our loved ones is just to be accepted mm. and loved. And in all of this mayhem that's, perfectly that's said. been going on, I just, I, mean, I just wish that we would all I'd, just be a little more accepting of each other. I, I, there's no reason to say anything after that. That was perfect. Well, I just want to thank everyone for listening and hope that you were able to laugh a little bit with us. And oh, we've got more stuff. We've oh got more. We've got more stories. We got more stories. More of me being an idiot. Will you come back? Will you come back and be on the show? We'll see. We'll, we'll see if this check clears. Okay. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. I hope everyone is just protecting each other and um and loving on each other amidst all of this craziness and just know that even though i haven't done a podcast in july and i've been barely visible on social media that my heart has still been with all of you and my thoughts have as well and trust me folks i live with her her (laughs) her heart her heart is with this this endeavor and and you all as well i miss you guys um and uh thanks for your support and Hopefully there'll be another one of these sooner than later. All right, take care.